happy hour open mic with your host, Marty Cooney. Are we on, George? How are we doing back there? We're doing good. Just Hell yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to Happy Hour Mutiny. I'm your host, Marty Cunney. We are here to work things out. So, you know, it's just an incubator of sorts, you know, trying to, you know, put things together, free flow of ideas, exchange of information, all that. Poppycock, guys, come on. Try something new. Be a little bold. Who gives a shit? It's only comedians in here. You, no one already respects you for being in mutiny, okay? Just give it a shot, all right? All right, all right. I'll, here's a few things I'm going to give a shot. Um, I was uh, I love New Orleans. It was a really fun city to visit. Although one thing bothered me, I saw a, it was a black girl in a in a cop uniform, and she called another black girl the N word while she was drunk and threw a bottle of whiskey on the ground. And I said, "Hey, stop appropriating my culture. I am Irish, okay? If you beat her, I will be so upset, okay?" Oh boy! Uh, blah, 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 blah. What was I gonna do? Uh, the Ocean's Eight movie's coming out, guys. Have you seen the previews for Ocean's Eight? For those of you who don't know, it's the reboot of Ocean's Eleven with uh, all woman cast, so eight girls, right? Just like Hollywood, showing that women can do the same job as men with seventy percent of the resources, uh, which I think is great. Uh, just proving it out. Boo, boo, boo. I saw in the news that. Um, China, you know, religion, uh, organized religion is banned in China, right? And they uh, they started taking uh, people who were publicly publicly practicing Islam and putting them in like re-education camps where they would force them to, among other things, eat pork and drink alcohol. And in other words, I am converting to Islam and moving to China. So I'll see you guys in a few months. I don't know how long they do detention camps there. That sounds about right. It's not North Korea. Come on. Oh, I uh, quit my job recently. Had to get a new job. I quit my job because my boss told me, hey, Marty, you need to get with the program. You need to get with the team. You need to drink the Kool-Aid. And I said, oh, I'm out of here. Because if anybody uses the phrase drink the Kool-Aid, it means they either don't know what it means or they're a surviving Jonestown cultist, and they're trying to get you fucking dead, all right? Get the fuck out of there. I started my new job, and it's it's a big change. It's a very small, uh, very small company, and so I feel awkward because I know, uh, I don't know a lot of people's names yet, but I do know the sounds they make when they're taking a shit, uh, and that's just like an awkward stage of getting to know people. It's like, I think his name might be Jeff, but I only know him as Cough Splash, right? That's... <laughs> That could that could be his that could be his name. I don't know, and it's just weird because the bathrooms there also have that like giant partition, so like you don't even you're not even trying right. You just walk by and you can see what's going on in there. It, who I don't know who the fuck decided that was cool, but it's just so awkward, you know. I'm I'm new in this place and half these people I've made eye contact them with them while I'm masturbating and it's just weird. It's just weird. That's a that's a hard to get to know somebody after that. Um, Oh, shit. That was it. That was all I wrote down. Want to hear my shorthand? No, you don't. Um, I did want to try one little twist on an on a old goodie. Uh, I love my cats. Big fan of my cats. Uh, I wasn't originally my idea to get them. It was my ex-girlfriend's. And then when we broke up, 
her landlord wouldn't let her take them into her apartment. So I've got, I'm a cat guy now and, uh, it's great. I love having them around. Uh, when I come home, I never know if they're going to try and cuddle up with me, if they're just going to swat at me randomly. Um, if they're going to just try and put their ass in my face, it's like my ex never left. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, yeah. Proud cat, cat daddy, I think is what I went with there. Oh, fuck. I'm going to do an old one that never works. And we're going to finish with that. Uh, guys, I really don't. You know what really grinds my gears? It's when people misuse the definition of irony. Uh, and there's one person I can trace to ruining that, and that's going to be Alanis Morissette. Uh, that song, Isn't It Ironic? Don't You Think? Uh, nothing she said in that song was uh, in the definition of irony, ironic at all. And I know it's a weird thing to chafe you, but it's just like, why, why did you have to do that? Like, uh, a fly in your shard today, not ironic. Rain on your wedding day, not ironic. Like all these things, you dumb fucking Canadian. Uh, a lot of people think that I'm going to be a misogynist there. I'm going to use the C word. I'm not. I'm a gentleman. But that bitch ruined it for everyone, okay? I hate that shit. But speaking of ruining things, uh, a little history lesson for you guys. In World War One, if you were a German soldier, you couldn't have a uh, beard if you wanted to put your gas mask on your face. And that was the first time chemical warfare is being used. So everyone wanted to use a gas mask. The only thing of facial hair that you could have was a little patch of hair right here. And now that was the soldier's mustache in World War One, which is why Hitler had it. He was a, he was a soldier. And, and so Atlantis, you should really know that the true definition of irony is Hitler ruining that mustache because he didn't want to get gassed. Uh, that is irony, okay? It's not rain on your wedding day. It's the showers at Buchenwald. Um, and I know what you're all thinking right now. Hey, remember when Michael Jordan tried to take back the Hitler mustache in the Haynes commercial in the 90s? Yeah, I knew what you were thinking. Isn't that crazy? That's what Michael Jordan did. Imagine the balls you have to have. You have to have Michael Jordan-sized balls to think you can take back the Hitler mustache. Like, wow. Like, nobody's calling it the Charlie Chaplin anymore for a reason, Michael. Uh, no, it's okay. It's great that you can dunk from the free throw line, but you sucked at baseball. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end my set there. That felt good. I like getting that one out. Uh, it's, a, it's a real thinker. But... Um, I'm excited. We have a great list of comedians coming up. I'm excited to see what you guys got for us. So make it loud for yourselves right now. Come on. Get the energy up. I know I just sapped it right out. We're going to get uh, gonna get rolling here. Uh, we all uh, Five minutes, by the way. Listen for the honk. Uh, and we're bringing up your first comedian. Not familiar with him, so I'm excited to see what he's got. It's uh, Mike Crow. Is that right? Mike Crow, everyone. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's great. Uh, thanks, Marty, for the great introduction and the Muni Radio for hosting us. Uh, um, I didn't hear what, what Marty was saying. I sometimes don't pay um, too much attention. I try. I'm a little ADD, but I think he spoke from the heart, and, and that, that touches me. Thank you. Uh, did he mention that I'm an all-around nice guy? Mom raised me to be a gentleman, uh, a real sweetheart. I'm a big, warm marshmallow, really. I'm old-fashioned, old-school, and at this point, just old. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a unicorn, a dinosaur, a walking anachronism, um, which is not a kind of dinosaur, so don't try to Google it. It's just, you know, anachronism. Um, uh, yeah, you'd think, though, that women would really go for a guy like that, and you'd be right. I, I get laid all the time. 
No, seriously. No, it doesn't work that way. No, it's just, no, well, ladies, well, ladies, does it? I mean, I'm not getting a lot of response here. So if you said yes, I think you're, you're lying. Uh, women don't got, want guys like me. They want uh, bad boys with a big bank account, I think, like uh, biker dudes that make 300000 a year. That is the fantasy, right? I'm the reality. I look kind of Mormon with my white shirt and black pants, you know? Um, yeah, so I'm, so I'm the reality. Um, so I get to be the unique best friend. And what a glorious consolation prize it is, by the way. It's great. Um, I'm the guy who gets to listen and complain about their biker douchebag, 300,000 boyfriend, and how they just use them for sex. And, and I can't get enough of those stories. They're great. Great. Yeah. Uh, so you were too polite to notice, but I'm going bald. Didn't see you got to get a better angle there. I'm uh, getting a little bald back there. Um, there's always one guy in a band uh, who thinks you don't know he's bald. Uh, everyone else is kind of rocking cool hair, but he can't because he has a chunk missing. You know, it's kind of hard. Uh, he seems bald, but it's kind of a bit of a mystery. Like he's he's rocking a distracting bandana or a cool ass hat over his shaved head, right? So, uh, I mean, I could be that guy. I think I'm going to shave my head and get a bandana and put a hat on it. And then uh, you'll be so distracted, you will never occur to you, hey, that dude is bald. So... Works for them, I think. It's hard, though, going bald. You don't see baldness mentioned on Tinder. You know, it's not number one as attractive attributes for men, you know. You don't see, like, looking for balding, unemployed man, living in his mother's basement. You don't really, don't really see that, right? Yeah. Um, they market products for hair loss that do not even work. I got a bottle of hair tonic for my birthday, um, a gift from mom. Mom always knows what to get you, right? Yeah. Who, who buys hair tonic, by the way? My mom, that's who, is it, I think. I didn't know they, they still make it, but apparently it's out there. Um, all it does is make your hair shiny and smell like aftershave. It's essentially aftershave for your hair. Um, it, it makes your hair like, yeah, it's shiny. It's kind of, but it's, I thought it was a tonic, but a tonic for your hair, but there are no medicinal benefits. I think it's just Listerine and rubbing alcohol with some shellac thrown in, maybe. It burns the scalp, but does that mean it's really working? Uh, but it's a good look for a balding used car salesman circa 1958. You know, not, not bad. Uh, when I had more hair, I wore it combed forward for a brief period. Yes, it was the 90s, right? They called it the Clooney because George Clooney did it. I think it used to be called the Caesar, but it became that. But it, I changed. Styles change. They have to change. Because only George Clooney could comb all his hair forward and still get laid, I think. And that's for me, guys. Good night. Oh. <laughs> all right, guys, that was Mike Crow. Keep it going. Come on. Fantastic. Mike, I don't think anyone's used tonics since people used uh, Lysol for birth control. So I don't know what the fuck your mom was getting you. All right, guys, your next comedian, he's about to have some busy Tuesdays coming up. He's going to be hosting our new room at the Hollow Cal, as well as hosting OMG every Tuesday night. A great place to go work out some, uh, some more comedy. So why don't you guys give it up for James Mora. Hey, guys. How are we? It's tough to stay in a positive mood at Mutiny. I'm, I'm only going to say that because Pam isn't here, but this place really brings out the worst in me i think <laughs> i really uh yeah cool guys well let's just go, let's just do it um you guys know how i know uh we're still in a racist society 
Um, <laughs> did you say what? <laughs> it's the wrong question word. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> the reason I know we're still in a racist society is because some of the most viral videos on the internet are black and white people just getting along. Never notice that? Like, just just being civil to each other is like feel good material. You know what I mean? Like a, like a a white woman calling a black dude the n-word in Walmart is like kind of viral, but like a black or like like a like a black kid and a cop just talking is like the best shit that like anyone's ever seen. You know what I mean? Like the other day, um, the other day I saw a video. I was like, am I missing something? It was just a video of like a white business guy and like a thugged out black kid just literally having a conversation on the subway and all the comments were like faith in humanity restored. It's like a little faith, how little faith do we have? I feel like a, a, a video of my Kenyan dad and German mom fucking would just change the whole world. You know what I mean? I feel like that would be, fuck yeah guys. Um, so, so it's easy to get offended about shit as a minority. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood though to do that. You, so you know when you're just like not in the mood to like start shit? Uh, the other day I was at a bar, uh, I was at a bar with one of my friends and uh, I've been growing out my hair and this chick was like, can I touch your hair? And like, you're that, you're not supposed to ask that as like a white person, but I was like, whatever, it's fine. You know, go ahead. Uh, and then the friend I was with, who's also black was like, yo, did you just let her touch your hair? I was like, yeah. Did you see how hot she was? Like, did you see, she was very attractive. Um, yeah, I'm woke, but sometimes I'm just much hornier than I am woke. You know what I mean? Pussy over progress, Marty. Pussy over progress. Um, cool, guys. Something very humiliating happened to me the other day. Um, this actually did happen. So I, ma I matched with a girl on Hinge, which is a dating app. Um, I, uh, she, she was like, let's meet at this place called Parliament uh, in Oakland. All right, we'd been talking for like three days, right? She's like, I'll have a friend. So I, I brought a friend with me to, uh, to Wingman. Okay, we were getting really hyped about it. Uh, we even got, we got all the way to where it was like, yo, if you have to leave, it's fine. Like, you know, I'll just do both of them. Like, it's whatever, you know, it's all, it's all good. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, homegirl walks in with her friend. Uh, they look at us. We talk for no more than five seconds and then they just peace out, peace the fuck out. Okay. First of all, one of the most humiliating moments for me, one of the most emasculating moments for me in my life, uh, because I'd brought it, it, it was one of the things that you would just, if it happened to you, just never tell anyone about it. But I had a witness. Um, what uh, the thing that is m even more emasculating though is everyone that I've told has asked the same question, which is, "Did she know how tall you were?" And it's like, it, it's like, first of all, I didn't know I need like a disclaimer to like live my life. You know what I mean? Like, um, first of all, she didn't know, so fuck her still. But um, but I didn't realize that I need like a disclaimer before I can go on it. Like, it's not like I have AIDS, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The, that's the only, th that's, there are only two things that I would ever need a girl to disclose the, if, before we go on a date. One, an STD or, I, you know, AIDS. Two, if she has a dick, okay? Those are the only two things I need to know. Um, anyway, guys, I have been going on, I've been using dating apps. I don't like ghosting people. Uh, and that's not because so I could go, I could ghost a lot, whatever. I'm not bitter about it. I am bitter about it. Um, I don't like ghosting people and it's not because I'm a good person, but it's cause I just really like lying to people. You know what I mean? Like there's just some really elaborate lies you can make up to people why you can't see them anymore. And it's just a fun way to explore my creative, uh, and malevolent juices. So 
Okay, cool, guys. Well, I'm just going to finish with this. Uh, this has been actually kind of fun, actually. It's been, like, pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> no, um, guys, I just, have a quick, uh, I just have a quick question. Do you guys remember when Obama was like, yes, we can? Do you guys remember when he said that? I was wondering the other day, uh, did we ever? <laughs> like, did we end up doing it? Because I remember he was like, we can, and I was like, let's, I'm down. Um, and I just don't know if we ever got around to that because whatever we could then, we can't anymore, that's for sure. Um, so I feel like we might've missed the window. Um, I just feel like Hillary would've won if her slogan was for real this time. Um, okay, cool guys, this, sorry for talking shit, this is fun. Thanks Marty. James Moore everyone, what a great, Great up and coming young man. Man, you're getting ghosted to the face really carried over to today. That's too bad, man. Uh, I want a question for all the ladies in the room that left. Um, how hot would a guy have to be for you to have sex with them if you knew they had HIV? <laughs> ladies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to your next comic this is a good intro for him uh he's a fantastic comedian i've seen him more and more lately glad to see him around his name is orion levine hey boys uh so yeah uh, i'm me i'm orion levine uh a little bit about myself my dad is a jew and my mom, thank you, James. Uh, and my mom is was raised Catholic, so that makes me like Jewish. Uh, when you're when you're Jewish, people still want to come up to you for that super offensive financial advice, but they never come up to you for fashion advice. It's really offensive, but I get it. You know, I saw what we did to the beanie. I saw it. Don't think I didn't see it. If you, if you didn't see it, basically we just made it really small. Too too small. Um, I don't even really get the financial advice aspect of it, though, because if you think about it, we were the first people ever to fall for pyramid schemes. Yeah. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about haunted houses, not so much about haunted apartments. Why is that, you know? Do you think ghosts tried to haunt apartments and then heard the guy upstairs and were like, that's really annoying. Why is that guy moving his furniture at this hour? Why is that guy wearing boots? Ghosts have made me a real homophobe, you know? Very scared of homes, which is, which is weird because I'm a millennial, you know? I'm, I'm never going to own a home. I have nothing to be afraid of. It's it's kind of like when ugly dudes are homophobic. You got nothing to worry about, bro. Uh, I'm an adult. I dress myself. Thank you. Uh, as soon as I became an adult, I went straight to the adult video store. You know, I needed to know what kind of cinema I had been missing out on. Turns out, just porn. Just porn in there. Uh, 
I, I didn't buy anything, you know. I, I I know where to get that stuff for free. But then I, I was the guy who was just visiting the adult video store. It's like I gotta go. I'll be back. Um, they say every boy becomes a man the day that he can successfully beat up his father. And if that's true, I've been a man since I was 11 years old. My dad's a paraplegic. It's a, it's a game changer, realizing I could put an end to literally any argument just by walking up behind this man and tipping him over. At which point I'd always say, I'd always say, it was my tagline, I would say, who's grounded now? <laughs> I think my mom must have had a fetish or something because my stepdad is also paraplegic. I have to lay one finger on him. I could just hit him where it hurt, right? You're not even my wheel, dad. <laughs> Fuck you, Steven. I hate you. I don't care about you. You're such a good role model. Why don't you just roll out of here? Um, like James, I'm super woke, really woke. Like the first 16 hours of the day, very woke. The next eight hours, not so woke, not so woke. Just having very ignorant dreams, people. Just the most ignorant dreams. I had this dream where I was a sheep. I just knew it was me. Let's hear You can do the horn. Oh. <laughs> I was a sheep, and I knew that sheep was me. I just, had, I just knew it, but this sheep was so ignorant. It was like, thought that the Illuminati was unconfirmed, and thought that 9-11 was an outside job, and that Tupac was dead. Woke up in a cold sweat, had to check YouTube, make sure Tupac was still alive and well. Turns out it's, he's okay, he's in Barbados. I can give you the link. It's w http colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash dark web x r l two p a c l i v z total coincidence n r t dot net dot org. Check it out, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good night. Give it up for your host, Marty Cunningham. Ryan Levine, everyone. Fantastic. Fantastic. I know you are a sheep, though, because he thinks he's in Barbados. He's in Cuba. Okay? Cuba. Hate that place. Full of hipsters. Everyone's wearing Che shirts there. Oh, boy. That was a terrible joke. Guys, your next comedian. He runs a fantastic podcast. Uh, it's called the Matthew Banks Podcast. A lot of local comedians. Sometimes goes solo, goes crazy. Oddly enough, his name is Matthew Banks. Give it up. Marty Cunny, give it up for Marty, people. Come on. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, shit, it's Jeff Dean. Where did you come from? Oh, yeah, boo him. You hear that? You hear that, Jeff? That's how they feel about you. That's sad. Um, I'm, so I'm 32 now. I, uh, I feel, like I'm, feel like I'm fucking crushing it, guys. I do. I, I lost 45 pounds. Uh-huh. Nobody gives a fuck, huh? Um... Yeah, I can finally see my dick again. I uh, look down and remember why I got fat in the first place. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, I should have just got a haircut. All these fucking salads and shit. You guys are into this. I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh, I don't know. 
I'm from Mississippi. Uh, a lot of stereotypes about people from Mississippi. It's real hard to be in San Francisco right now, which is tough for me because I was raised very liberal. Uh, all my friends, though, were super redneck. I was, I was very confused. Like, I have a pussy hat and an AR-15. Yeah, the ladies need our protection. <laughs> That's what I hear from the government <laughs> um, when they attack us. Is that going to happen? It's uh, ridiculous. Um, I don't know where I stand politically anymore. I'm so confused. Uh, I'm all for gay marriage. I love the gays, uh, unless they're vegan. <laughs> um, can't handle a gay vegan. <laughs> um, you know, I would love for you to bring your boyfriend to my barbecue, but please leave your veggie patty at home. <laughs> I'm, I am not going to clean off an extra space on my grill for your morning star. Um, actually, morning stars are fucking delicious, guys. <laughs> Let's be real about it. Uh, and the soy, you can blame your man tits on the soy. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, I would totally be vegan. I'm all for it. You know, the environment, not murdering. I just don't have the confidence to tell everyone how great I am. Or I would totally be a vegan. Uh, I don't know. Most of my friends here are, are gay, though. So, like, I've, I've been looking for similarities and not differences. Did you know I found out that gays and rednecks, they both absolutely love meth i had no idea dude the gays will smoke that meth and and then they'll i told to this guy he said yeah we just fuck as many dudes as possible it's like wow dude that is clutch i can't pound that out that's awesome good for you dude and uh, i figure the rednecks just smoke it but lie about the fact that they just fucked as many dudes as possible uh, um we're having a good time. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm all for equality, uh, unless there's an earthquake. Uh, then all equality goes out the window for sure. I, we had an earthquake drill the other day. I panicked, and I pushed a gay, black, transgender baby down a flight of stairs <laughs> to avoid a falling ceiling tile. Like, fuck this. All equality goes out the window during a natural disaster. I am sorry. I am not that woke. <laughs> um... All these fucking people. I'm, I'm all for equality, equal rights. Yeah, right. Um, wait till the ceiling starts to fall. Um, then we'll see where you stand. Um, how about that? I just bought a motorcycle. I did. I, uh, I emptied out my piggy bank and got myself a hog. How about that? I uh, I don't know. I've never owned something in my life and felt so underqualified to have it. Um I'm not nearly fucking cool enough. Whenever I pull up to a stoplight and another motorcycle pulls up beside me, I can't even look him in the eye. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I know, dude. I feel I feel like I owe him an apology. Like, this is your road. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, just blocking traffic here. Um, yeah, I told my dad because I figured I could trust him. I didn't want him telling my mom. And then, of course, a week later, somehow she finds out. I figured he just used it as a diversion plan. I'm sure he was in trouble. And <laughs> she walks in. She's like, she's like, God damn it, John, pick up your socks or whatever she screams about. And he's just like, Matthew, got a motorcycle. <laughs> Completely diverted uh, attention from him. Uh, I think it's pretty genius. I don't know. We... Uh, I figured I could trust him because he bought a motorcycle a couple months ago, a couple years ago. We didn't know what happened. He, he walked in the house dressed like a fucking Power Ranger. We didn't know how to respond. <laughs> um, he didn't tell anybody. You can't spring that on somebody. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, AIDS, uh, whatever.
<laughs> I tried to throw AIDS in the end. I got an AIDS laugh. All right. You guys have been fun. Have a good night. Just keep doing that, guys. Shoehorning aids in every every set. That'll be good. That'll be good for my image because I started it. Uh, okay, guys, I'm going to bring up your next comedian. She's fantastic. She's been doing it big lately, and we're glad to have her here. Her name is Drea Myers. Yeah, give it up for Marty, looking like the European Woody Allen. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. What's up, you guys? Yes. So I do watch porn. Um, I feel like you have to be careful with what you search for on porn nowadays because random shit will pop up. Like the other day, I looked at man-eating pussy and a video of a giant cannibalistic vagina popped up. It's just this fucking video of this vagina just walking through this little fake town eating little trees and man figurines and shit. Sitting there watching it like... That's where that video went. I thought I deleted that shit. Um, so one of the things that uh, annoys me about this country is that everyone is broke or not where they want to be financially, but everyone also lies to each other about the fact that they're broke, right? Like the majority of people that I know personally are fucking broke, but they all pretend like they're not. So for me, uh, I went to the Taco Bell drive through the other day and my card declined. You know how horrible that is to have your card declined in a fucking Taco Bell drive-thru? Get your card declined over $3 of bean burritos? Like, you know at that point that you have no money, right? If you get your card declined over $3 worth of bean burritos, you're broke as fuck. Like, there's not no, well, maybe I have 17 Like, no, bitch, you just tried to buy $3 worth of burritos and your card declined. Like, you are broke. Uh, but when it, <laughs> when it happened, the guy was like, uh, your card declined. Do you want me to swipe it again? And I just looked at him like, nah, I probably don't have any money. You know what I mean? And the look of sadness that came over that man's face when I told him that, dude. Like, have you ever fallen down in public and you weren't embarrassed, but other people were embarrassed for you? Like, that's what that shit felt like, dude. And then I was sitting there like, bro, you work at Taco Bell. I'm in line at Taco Bell. Like, neither one of us have fucking money, right? There's no punchline there. I'm just saying fucking people should unite on the fact that they're poor. Um, what else? Let's see. So I am looking for a new job uh, so that I don't get my car declined to Taco Bell anymore. Uh, the hardest part for me about looking for a job is uh, not wanting one. It's probably the most difficult part. Um... I had a phone interview the other day and I dressed up for it. <laughs> I feel like you know you really want a job if you dress up for the phone interview, right? Like I was, I was, I was like, I don't know, what if they could see me? I don't want to risk it, you know what I mean? Uh, I went to the interview and they asked me what my biggest weakness was and I said I still use the word retarded. I am a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for 10 years, and I feel like these fucking new vegetarians don't know what it's like, okay? You have a whole fucking aisle of vegetarian food now. You know what I had to do? I lived in the dorms in college, and I had to eat bean burritos every day of my life because they had no other vegetarian options in the cafeteria. And the Latino women that worked there used to talk shit about me. 
they're like this white girl really loves beans for some fucking reason right like they would just talk shit uh people always ask me why i'm a vegetarian too and um i don't get high and mighty about it like i don't say it's for environmental reasons because i don't do shit else for the environment i drive a dodge charger um i don't say it's for health reasons because i still eat like shit i don't say it's for the animals because i still eat dairy and that shit's just as bad as the meat industry um what other reasons that's pretty much it the main reason i don't eat meat is because i don't like flesh in my mouth there's only one kind of meat that goes in this mouth you guys and it's man meat i don't have anything to talk about um (laughs) are you really eating boiled eggs right now (laughs) who the fuck eats boiled eggs that that is white privileged fucking in person right there like if you ever want to know what white privilege looks like it's this shit right here i'm just kidding marty are you really irish marty we should get married do you really have aids marty that explains the glasses um yeah i think i'm dying thank you so much marty you caught me with egg in my face andrea huh oh god that was awful <coughs> man sorry guys give it up for Dre myers one more time that's fantastic let's keep this thing uh let's keep moving uh your next guy coming up, he's fantastic. Comes to us by way of Chicago. You'll notice his heavy Chicago accent. It's really going to throw you off. His name is Hong Ming Lu. Just to bring your attention to the fact I put down money, I want to talk about money. The most interesting thing about American money, it's actually the phrase in god we trust i was so intrigued by that because we we don't put our mantra on money because our mantra is in money we trust so it will be redundant but it it really gets my interest uh because right before i came to united states your current currency is the first thing i know about america so I, I was so interested about this God guy. So, so, so the first thing I came to United States, I've, I found the biggest church. And right before I walk into the church, it's a huge building. I noticed there's a lightning rod on the top of the church. So I said to myself, you don't trust God, you trust science. Um, I'm a nice guy. This is how nice I am. If it's raining hard outside, I'll stay home. So that there won't be one more Asian driver on the road. That's how nice I am. I think there should be an expression called as nice as rice. Because it sounds as right as rent to me. But more than nice, I'm a lucky guy. I was actually born with a silver chopsticks in my mouth. But more than lucky, I'm a lazy guy. I'm so lazy that the clock in my car is only right half of the year. But more than lazy, I'm a crazy guy. 
The first time I saw black people in my life, I said to myself, "Wow, black people look like white people who drink too much soy sauce." I tried to blend in the culture thing, right? So I named my chopsticks Thing One and Thing Two. I have an eight-year-old child. He speaks good English than me, and he has way too many trophies than me. I can't figure that out. Here's another question: Why there's more cooking shows in America than in China? I can't figure that out.、Uh, I was I work in Palo Alto, so it's a town that everybody is excited about new ideas. I was waiting for my coffee, and two guys were just talking in front of me, and one guy said, "This is my idea. Look, it has blockchain, and it has artificial intelligence. Boom!" And I was like. It just doesn't sound real to me. You know what would be a good idea? Asian driving school. Asian love school. Asian need it. Boom. If one chopsticks cannot find another one, which one is missing? I was watching TV with my、uh, wife, and we heard somebody saying、uh, this line on TV.、Uh, he said, "I am the victim of my own success." And I turned to my wife and said, "I just got a great line. I am the victim of my own existence." And my wife rolled her eyes and said, "You know what's a good line?" I am the victim of your existence. <laughs> I'll leave you with this. I just passed by a restaurant called Japanese sushi, and let me tell you, if it's called Japanese sushi, it's Chinese sushi. Because <laughs> if it's authentic Japanese sushi, it will call itself sushi. <laughs> Adding things just show you don't have confidence. Somebody need to tell that to New York. Just New York, New York, New York doesn't help. <laughs> Adding things never help. Otherwise, the greatest line in the movie history will not be "Look, I am your father." It will be "Look, I am your biological father." <laughs> Thank you very much. Hong Min Liu, everyone, keep it going. That was fantastic. Keeping that energy up in the room, even though he stole my fucking act,、uh, word for word, you son of a bitch.、Uh, guys, don't forget about the bucket here. This、um, things like this, you know, two bucks a set keeps the station afloat, and、uh, frankly, it needs it.、Uh, I don't know if you can see, but this place needs your help. So. Give, give, give! Please do. All right, guys. I'm going to bring up your next comedian. I'm pretty sure I remember the name that was on the list. It is Cody. Is there Cody Sauls here?
Oh, you want to start in the bathroom? Oh, it is. Were you getting high in there? No, I wasn't Oh, that's stupid. Oh, that's, that's. There we go. Bring it up for Cody. Clap, 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 clap. What's up, guys? How you doing? I did not time that well. I, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I wear really shitty shoes. I buy shoes from Payless, and I just wear them until they start coming apart at the seams. Which sucks, you have to avoid puddles. But what's even worse is girls judge you by what kind of shoes you're wearing. So not only are these not waterproof, but they're pussy-proof. It's not, it's not a good thing. I don't know if you can tell, but that's the whole theme of my outfit. I just want, how about $2 slacks and the Star Wars shirt to go with my pussy-proof shoes. Just ride this shit into the ground. <laughs> Somebody likes it. I, uh... Does anybody else want to hear the rest of the conversation Trump had with Billy Bush? Because I feel like he could have been talking about anything. You know, like he could have been leading to instructions. Like, what if he was just trying to give him tips about ballet? Like, first, you grab her by the pussy. Second, you scoop the titty. And then you lift and you spin. Or what if it was self-defense? Like, you have a female assailant coming at you, so you stop her by grabbing her by the pussy. Then you swoop under and uppercut the butthole. I just, I just love that joke because I love the phrase punch her in the butthole. You know, like I like it better than grab her by the pussy because I can get behind a president who says grab her, or not grab her by the pussy, who says punch her in the butthole because you wouldn't want to be in front of him. But I fucked that joke up. <laughs> um, I used to have a lot of Dr. Seuss books when I was a kid. I had a big collection, but my mom gave all my Dr. Seuss books away when I was still like the right age to be enjoying them. I never understood why until I got a little bit older and I realized how creepy Dr. Seuss books are. Because think about it. The Cat in the Hat is about a six foot tall cat with human hands and a top hat who comes to people's houses to hang out with their kids but only when the parents are gone. Nothing? All right. Is this crowd too old for Cat in the Hat? Maybe a little bit too old. Uh, what about Green Eggs and Ham? You guys ever read Green Eggs and Ham? Doesn't that sound like a euphemism for two balls and a dick? Green eggs and ham? And if you think about it, the plot of green eggs and ham is just this dude named Sam trying to get somebody to put it in their mouth. And he's just harassing the shit out of him. And the fucking person's like, no, I will not suck it at the bar. I will not suck it in your car. <laughs> you cannot come in my house. You cannot come on my blouse. Listen, Sam, I am. Why don't you go home and fuck your hand? It's pretty much the gist of the book. And I was like, all right, mom, I get it. I get where you guys gave these away. It's not cool to be reading. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I got good at guitar in high school. I was uh, always trying to get laid. I thought it would be a good way to get laid. But it didn't really work on my generation like it might have in the 70s or 80s. So I gave up on my generation and started fucking their moms. I mean, I've never been very athletic. I can't get anything past a soccer goalie. But I can score on a soccer mom. I'm a lot better at that. Asking girls out can be awkward, man, because they already know what you're thinking. Like, I'm, I think the reason dudes can never remember f names where they can remember faces is uh, when a woman is talking to a dude, he's not thinking about fucking her in the name. You know? You can't come all over syllables. So it just doesn't retain in your memory banks. Man. What is it? What is it with you guys? <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? 
Damn, dude. I just came from the hospital. I don't know if you can see my, my name tag. My friend is in the hospital, and he's super, super white. And I, I walked in. He went to the hospital for allergies, and I walked in, and there was just a, literally like six black bodyguards. And I walked in this fucked up, and they were just like, no. And I was like, hey, I'm here to see somebody. And they're like, are you? And I'm like, yeah. Um, he had blonde hair, blue eyes, and he came in with allergies. I'm like, we know exactly who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you're cool. They just slapped me with the fucking name tag and sent me through. Have you been ever? Have you ever been ever so fucked up in a hospital that you're there to visit somebody, but people keep asking you if you need help? <laughs> That's what I just went through, like six times. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just looking for B10. Just looking for B10. <sighs> Too real. Uh, I feel like certain insults change depending on who's saying them. Like if a if a gay dude calls somebody a dick, he might just be saying he kind of likes you. And if a straight dude calls you a pussy, he might just be saying he would do anything for you. You know? I mean, I'm writing this out, guys. Like, <laughs> I mean, we can all sit through this like it's therapy, which maybe it is. Ah, uh, fuck, dude. Was it? Who uses a fucking horn as the one minute? I mean, it's the first time I've heard it. Come to mutiny all the time. Um, I'll leave you guys with this. Have you ever been talking to somebody and they check their cell phone? It's disrespectful. What's even worse is when they're talking to you and they check their cell phone. Like, what they're saying is so uninteresting, even they have to acknowledge it. So anyway, guys, I'm going to take off. Have a great night. Cody, everybody. Give it up for Cody. I forgot his last name. Sala? Got it. Nailed it. Uh, Cody, they weren't asking you to help you get to the room. They were trying to make sure you weren't trying to steal drugs. Uh, just a little heads up there. You got a certain je ne sais quoi about you. All right, guys. Your next comedian coming up uh, is also trying to come out of the bathroom. I guess that's what... From now on, if you're on deck, you're coming out of the bathroom. Why don't you guys give it up for Hugo? Get the fucking energy up. Come on, guys. Going for your motherfucking host, guys. Hell yeah, we doing this shit right tonight, man. You guys, I gotta drop some weight, man. I was in the shower for like 15 minutes the other day, and after 15 minutes of showering, I noticed my dick was completely dry. Completely, a, a grown man should not have an awning covering his dick, man. It just shouldn't. I got a dick umbrella, you guys. I got a dick umbrella, and I was coming out of the shower. I I saw my reflection in the mirror, and I had a really weird trans moment. Let me explain. As I was looking at myself, I'm like, damn, I am a grown man trapped in the body of a fat old lady. I didn't have a transsexual moment or a transgender moment, you guys. For just a split second there, I identified as trans fat. Trans fat. Yep. I joined uh, Tinder, but then they discontinued my account after a few hours. They said that nobody could swipe my fat ass either left or right. Stuck right in the middle. Yep, I sent a girl a full body pic. She sent me back an angry text. I said, what's wrong? She said, dude, you just maxed out my data plan. I said, that's fucked up. I thought data plans were unlimited. She said, yep, but so is your waistline. I said, ouch. Uh, I said, can we still go out? She's like, no, dude, I have a strict policy. I don't date guys that are over 350 gigabytes. It's like, okay, that's cool. 
so I'm like, damn, I need to find a woman that's like down with like hanging out with big, hairy, stinky animals like myself. I think I got to start like dating zookeeper chicks, you know, some zookeeper chicks. I should go hang out. Definitely like reptile conventions. I got to go find those chicks are weird. They like weird shit. Like, eh. If you think that fucking bearded dragon's weird, you should see my dick. That shit's weird as fuck. I got an ugly dick, you guys. My dick's fucking ugly. You know your dick area is really fucked up when you got to give a prostitute a pep talk. <laughs> it's like, come on, baby. I felt like Vince Lombardi halftime at the fucking Super Bowl. I'm like, come on, girl. What's wrong? I felt like I was coaching this, uh, this prostitute. Uh, I, I felt like I was coaching her uh, in a fight for her, for her life, uh, but I was both the opponent as well as her coach. It was really weird. It's really weird. My, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? Uh, I'm talking about my dick, dude. Grab a seat. It's fucking. My dick's hella ugly, bro. Yeah, my dick's all fucked up looking, dude. It's. It, I, I got long ass. It's my. The foreskin is the longest foreskin ever, dude. I've looked. I've looked up so many foreskin videos. What's up, man? Talking about my dick. I talk about my foreskin. Come on in. Enjoy. I got the longest foreskin. It's like so long. I had to like wrap it up in a hair curler before I go to bed. Cause if I don't, I wake up with it like like a baby, like a newborn baby with the umbilical cord. I fucking purple faced. It's terrible, you guys. My lower back started hurting. I went to the doctor. They're like, dude, you just need some foreskin reduction surgery. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Foreskin. I got a five skin, you guys. Fuck that. It's huge. It's long as fuck. It's long as fuck, man. Um, yeah, uh, I got like a good six and a half inches of dick. The problem is it's like two inches of sausage and the rest is just casing. It's just fucking casing, man. Just goes on forever, man. I could keep talking about my ugly dick, you guys. It looks like, and then one of my balls is bigger than the other one, right? So when you're looking right at my, and then I got all this gray beard. It's all down there too. It's all gross looking. Uh, if you're looking, it looks like a looks like a baby possum with a really bad tooth infection. It's just like, ugh. If you're looking dead, like straight at it, if you're like looking straight, it's like Marty, if you're looking straight at my, it looks like a, it looks, it looks like an anteater's trying to eat his way out of a bagel. It's all fat and it's uh, it's terrible, man. But yeah, bitches love it. <laughs> love that shit, you guys. Yep. Oh man, anybody in here like to get choked or like choking bitches while you're fucking? Woo! Yeah. I've never had that chance, Marty. I've never had that opportunity to choke a bitch uh, or be with a woman that likes to be choked. The reason for that is when I'm on top of a woman having sex, she's already having a hard enough time breathing. <laughs> so the slightest, the slightest bit of pressure on the trachea would just be certain death, man. Be certain fucking death, you guys. Yeah, it, takes, it only takes one arm to apply pressure, but it, I, it takes me two arms to hold all this up, you know? <laughs> Keep that shit from crashing down. The foundation would just fucking dissolve and I'm just saying I mean I mean I could I that would probably be the last time I make her toes curl you know that'd be the last time her toes would curl like when the house fell on the wicked witch of the east you know fucking she said hey man we should have safe sex tonight I was like what are you talking about I got a condom on she's like no no I I want to have safe sex so she pulled out some jack stands and put them under my armpits (laughs) all right thank you that's my time keep it going for your host fuck yeah Thank you. Hugo, guys, keep it going. Fantastic. Get the energy going. Man, I'll tell you, uh, yes, I am into choking during sex, although I felt betrayed. Uh, I don't like getting choked myself, and I wear a gold chain, and a girl at one point reached up and choked me with the chain I was wearing. I was betrayed by my own jewelry. Uh, right? 
Do I? Yeah, do I? Can I say the N word? <laughs> Just gotta clarify. Whenever I, anytime anybody tells me I have street cred, that's the first thing I check. All right, guys. So I'm gonna bring up your next comedian. Uh, don't know him too well, but I'm sure he's gonna make you laugh. His name is Vivek Lasseria. Uh, usually my cue when someone's struggling to say a name, that, that's when I know I have to uh, get up on stage because no one's really looking around the room thinking, oh, maybe you're Vivek, maybe you're Vivek. It's like uh, always me, but people are trying to be more politically correct, like not, not really looking at me. But I'm from India, if you didn't guess it already. Uh, we didn't have too much, uh, we didn't have too many American movies there. The only American movies that they really showed were the rom-coms. Uh, you know, boy meets girl, girl's always this really good-looking American woman, boy's always this exotic man um, with a sexy accent, good looks, uh, from a mysterious land. And the women fall in love with him. So I thought, well, that was America. I'm going to be that man. I'm going to go to America with my devilishly good looks, with my sexy Indian accent, with my quirky head bob, uh, with my short, non-muscular frame, and American women are going to line up because that's what they love. Uh, boy, was I wrong about that. Uh, I forgot the part where you also have to look and sound like Jude Law. When you look and sound like me, uh, America is a lot more like the life of Pi, where there's no women, there's one orange angry animal trying to get rid of you. Um, yeah. If, um, if Donald Trump wants to stop Indians stealing American jobs, all he needs to do is reclassify the life of Pi as a romantic comedy for Indian men, because that's what it's like. No more Indian men will ever show up to the US. Uh, we are way better in India, where women don't get a say in who they marry. <laughs> I'm uh, talking about arranged marriages, for those of you who are not familiar with the concept. It's a lot like Tinder, really, where instead of you swiping, it's your mom who does the swiping for you. And instead of a drink and dick pics, you get married to a stranger and have kids. Um, so it's, uh, it's not too bad. The women in your, have you ever dated an Indian, Indian guy before? Thanks. Taking one for the team, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, as they say, once you go brown, no other race will ever let you down. Uh, 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 my, uh, my parents grew up, my parents are Hindu, I grew up Hindu as well, which only means we have about 33 million gods which I think is a little too much. 20 million is about enough. After that, it's really just getting a little greedy. Um, and at some point, I think they started running out of ideas as well, because uh, one of our gods is the cow. We actually worship the cow, which um, to me is like, all right, may maybe Hinduism is really the only true religion, because no, no science guy can really challenge you. It's like, oh, have you ever seen God? It's like, yeah, not only have I seen God, I've eaten God. And God fucking tastes delicious. How does, how does Jesus taste? Uh, I, uh, I don't really understand when I watch comedy shows. I don't really understand why comedians end uh, shows by thanking the audience. It's like, all right, you came, you sat. Um, the comedian did the fucking job. So uh, yeah, well, having said that, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Keep it going for Vivek. That was fantastic. All right. Teaching us a little bit. This is all learning, guys. All right.
learning what we already knew that women don't have rights in other countries. Uh, speaking of women, your next comedian is going to grace our stage and keep the funnies funny. Man, she's great. I'm glad she's here. And her name is Annette Mullaney. I love that intro. Speaking of women, our next comedian is one. My God. Uh, men. Am I right? Men? Men. They're terrible. God. It's just so annoying how they each have their own fucking hopes and dreams and aspirations and goals and wishes and preferences. Like You got to treat each one differently. Fucking pisses me off. Uh, I've been running into a problem where I keep seeing dudes who keep trying to lock it down. I know, very relatable problem. Uh, <laughs> very relatable problem. Everyone keeps trying to date me. I'm not sure what it is, right? I got divorced a couple years ago, so I'm out there just trying to have a good time without writing alimony checks. And instead, I keep getting dudes who like invite me to farmer's markets on a Saturday. Right, bang a dude for a couple months and suddenly he's like, hey, my parents will be here for brunch next Saturday. Why don't, no pressure, but why don't you come by? I've told them you're my girlfriend. Um, no joke, I actually once got a three paragraph email from a dude I'd been seeing, uh, which was three paragraphs of him complaining that he felt like a piece of meat. <laughs> and that when I wanted to come over, I really should budget more time to spend with him. And he didn't like it when I left immediately afterwards. Uh, and so he asked if I could please, you know, extend him that courtesy. Uh, I wrote back, no, <laughs> I won't. But I won't lead you on. I'll tell you it is a booty call if that's what it is. So from that point on, I would text him the words booty call and he would acquiesce. Because uh, you can be a dick to dudes and they fucking roll with it. It's terrible. Y'all need to step up and act like the kings you are or I will treat you like the shit you allow me to. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's market conditions, right? Uh, responded well to the market in San Francisco. Um, could have developed a personality, just dyed my hair instead. <laughs> Works really well. I don't even have to try now. I just post up in a corner of the bar, let them come to me and start a conversation about anime. <laughs> Which anime? I don't give a fuck. I don't watch any of them. I uh, usually don't have to talk that long to them. Um, like, you guys, it's, it's fucking disgusting. At one point, my Tinder profile was go down on me, and it worked. <laughs> Uh, that shouldn't be surprising. Shouldn't be surprising. My only consolation for being such a dick is that it's funny. These dudes keep trying to lock it down. These dudes keep trying to like set up, you know, more than a hit it and quit it situation. Um, Cause let's be honest, like a hit it and quit it, a one night stand, really just a failed audition, right? Like you're not ghosting me if I also am never contacting you again. Um, like, cause let's be real. Some of y'all fuck like your fetish is disappointing a woman, <laughs> right? Like I get it. Women are crazy puzzle boxes that only lesbians can figure out how to make come using their magic powers of trying <laughs> and asking it's, whoa, it's too complicated. Um, <laughs> but no, but you know what? You know who does fuck well? 
dudes trying to trap you in a relationship. Oh my God, we're talking they go down before, they go down after. I'll call you up before brunch with their parents and be like, will you go to brunch if I go down on you first? Uh, so I'm in a relationship now, you guys. <laughs> I'm dating, it's going well. He goes down like a pig at the trough. Um, I just, I gotta give a shout out to Lil Wayne. He really changed the rap game for the bitches. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, have you ever listened to the lyrics of 90s hip hop? It is very problematic when it comes to the pleasure of women in heterosexual relationships. Incredibly problematic. Like every, ha every lyric in the 90s is either about shooting someone or refusing to go down on a chick. It's fucking terrible. Lil Wayne changed the game bragging about going down on people. Like, and now rappers have to brag about going down on women, right? And they have to back it up. I know because I've dated several SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> and I've called them out. <laughs> I've called them out on it. Um, yeah, it definitely was a big game changer for me. Uh, when I was in high school, I focused on books. I was a 4.0 student, valedictorian. Got to college. Yeah, this is where I ended up. <laughs> Got to college. Uh, my first week of college, hooked up with a dude, and he went down on me for the first time in my life. And I went, oh, shit. I'm about to waste my education. <laughs> It's going to take up a lot of my time. All right, guys, thank you so much. I'm in a net. Give it up for Marty. Annette, guys, fantastic. Wow. Oh. You know, it's not just about going down on girls. It's specifically eating ass. We've been instructed that we all have to eat ass now, which... No, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! But hey, there is one holdout uh, on the on the on the on the pussy in games. DJ Khaled, man, that guy is obstinately refusing to go down on his wife. More power to him. He's got. A, he's. If you listen to his argument, it makes sense. It's kind of like Kanye. Like if you just hear the sound bit, yeah, it sounds terrible. But if you listen to the whole thing, it's still terrible. But it kind of makes sense. Uh, you see where he's coming from. It's stupid, but like. It's not like he just jumped off a cliff. He walked down a trail for a while and then jumped in the ocean, okay? It's totally different, all right? All right, guys, I'm going to bring up your next comedian. Fantastic guy. I've seen him here a lot lately, and he is getting the game going. Why don't you guys give it up for Xavier Campos? Thank you, Marty. I like your shirt. It reminds me, like, I'd like to think that's what a hockey player would wear to a job interview. It's like, all right, I'm out of the league. Now I'm about to crush it. <laughs> right? I love it. I like the ties. and It's cute. I like it. You pull it off. I love it so much. No, everybody in here looks really good. I would follow everybody. Can we skip the format? I, like, every, like, we're best friend material in here. I just believe it. Can you feel it? I feel it already. Like, I would follow everybody in here on social media. All your pictures would be liked by 4 a.m. Got you like that. 4 a.m. is a weird time, right? It's like, did he stay up late or wake up early? 
I don't know. I don't know. One thing is for sure, though. We could all say it together, right? One thing is for sure. He was masturbating, right? And that's our time, though. That's just for us because we're besties like that. No, um, guys, uh, I've been going through my childhood recently because I've been depressed. Um, um, like, uh, I used to be afraid of the dark and monsters under my bed. Anybody? Anybody used to be afraid of the dark? Like, I used to be afraid. And, like, I would try to, like, get my mom in on the on the fun with me. I'd be like, oh, my God, can you check for me? She's like, look, look, I'm not going to waste my time, all right? That's just me and your dad fighting, all right? Let's just get straight to it, all right? There are no such things as monsters, sweetie. Your father just turns into one when he drinks. <laughs> No, I guess if I looked at it that way, I was on a quest, right? I was on a quest searching for the monster, getting hammered at the local Chili's, right? Just like, just scouring the Chili's like, I want my daddy back, daddy back, daddy back. <laughs> no, just strolling through the Chili's like, where's daddy? Where is he? Does anybody know? No, I wish I, I wish I was confident enough of a man to be like, oh, I'm scared to say where's daddy in San Francisco. Like, ooh, right? Like, um, I feel like any gay gentleman like listening to this are like, sir, sir, you're fine. And not in that 90s sense of a compliment either. Like, ooh, boy, you fine. You so fine. I like that. I liked that compliment because it was like, oh, you're getting better with age, but now we just all want to fuck babies and it's kind of weird. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it's true. It's very, very true. <laughs> um, no, let's get back to the fun stuff, right? Let's get back to the fun stuff, right? Um, San Francisco is a fun place. Um, I like this side of town. Uh, San Francisco is a dog city, right? You see a lot of dogs. I, I like to pet dogs. Dogs are fun. This side of town's a little bit weird though, because I notice less and less dogs, but more and more piles of shit all over the street. Guys, what's that about? Can we get to the bottom of this? No. No, there is a really bad homeless problem in San Francisco. Like I was walking up the street, I was going the wrong way, trying to walk to this mic, and there's this homeless woman and she just squatted down and she started trying to pee. And I was like, oh no. So I crossed the street, I was like, let's give you a little privacy. And she said, hey. And then she like pinched it, walked to the other side of the street and finished. And I was like, okay, well this was our, this is supposed to be our thing. <laughs> uh, that one did not make the spank bang, guys. That one did not make the spank bang. Not as much as your guys' pretty faces. Um, no, uh, I've been depressed too lately. I have to leave San Francisco. San Francisco is such a beautiful place. I have to leave for the summer. I have to move back in with my mother, guys. Isn't that horrible? Ugh. Gosh, being a mom is a hard job, though. Can we all agree on that? Like, being a mom is a hard job. So I called my mom up, and I was like, hey, looks like you're picking up a couple extra shifts this summer because I am a coming. Get that couch ready, baby. Yep. <laughs> no, um, like I've been going through my phone lately and I've been coming through like these life realizations. Anybody else? Like uh, I realize like I love my mom. Like that's why I'm making her work all this extra shit. Right? And uh, can we make some noise for moms? Right. Moms are great. Yeah. Like I love moms. My sister's a brand new mom. I love her. But you guys, you know what I don't love? I don't love any time a mother tells a story. Like, is it just me and my mom? Like, anytime my mom tells me a story, I, I feel like she gets to her point via Google Maps. Like, we just circle around it a couple of times. And I'm like, I think you can let me off here. I don't know. But I did learn to enjoy the scenic route. We're, like, there's lessons to be learned. Um, talking to your mom is also like Google Maps because you can have an idea of where you want to go in life, but they'll try to take you on all these weird fucking twists and turns. And you're like, I think I got it. I think I got it. Um, the next time your mom's like trying to give you life advice, you're going to hear it in the back. Like, just listen closely. It's going to be like redirecting, redirecting, redirecting. <laughs> now, talking to my dad isn't any better. It's kind of like using the app Waze. It's like he's leaving all these weird twists and turns. It's like, 
you're saving 30 seconds. You need to chill, okay? We are still going to get there. I think the hardest part about living in San Francisco has to be finding a place. Like I said, I'm leaving. I'm going to have to come back and find a place. There's a lot of slashes when you're finding a place in San Francisco, right? Like kitchen slash bathroom slash living room slash closet. I think that's just a box. I think they want me to just live in a box, right? <laughs> no, um, the hardest part, I think, about trying to keep a place up here is got to be keeping the bathroom clean because you're obviously going to have like 10 roommates, right? I think the hard, like, my first place up here was just a shed, right? And I, I, I use that term lightly. It was really just a box. But um, there was a hole in the wall. And the, uh, just to try to be sneaky, my landlord would just stuff a bunch of tissue paper in it. And it would just blow like this in the wind, which was like every day, right? And that acted as my AC slash proof. I was living a sad, sad life, you guys. All right, my name is Xavier Campos. Thank you so much. The sad, sad life of Xavier Campos, everyone. Give it up one more time. And keep it going and keep things moving. We got a lot of comedians, so why don't you guys give it up big for Adam Pearlstein. Oh, I throw a bitch in the goddamn trunk and start slamming that opening fuck. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, I uh, had a rough childhood. Um, not in like an important way with like parents and stuff. It was actually pretty good. But I didn't get much attention from uh, from girls when I was growing up. I was kind of an awkward kid. Um, I remember I was in sixth grade. We're playing a game of uh, Spin the Bottle. I think it's a little young for... Uh, spin the bottle sixth grade, but you know, it was the 90s girls were a little bit looser back then we're having some fun and uh, The uh, the bottle landed on a girl who just did not want to kiss me like she didn't find me attractive um, At all and I should have been mature but like, you know, it's just a stupid game Like you don't have to kiss me if you don't want to but you know, it was the 90s uh, guys were a little more sexually aggressive back then so I just went for it and uh I went to kiss her, and you know they use like sexual analogies for like baseball, how like home plate is uh, sex, third base mouth stuff, second base hand stuff. Like the sour look on her face when I kissed her was like she got hit by a ball and had to walk to first base. Her hand was on her head. She was groaning, limping. Her friend ripped off her mouth guard. That was bullshit. You knew what you were doing. Rough, uh, rough life. So uh, we got some NBA base. Uh, well, I'm such a fucking idiot, right? NBA basketball. I'm a girl. NBA. Uh, no offense. Um, I'm nervous. Um, uh, NBA basketball going on here. Uh, hope the uh, Warriors uh, beat the Rockets because I'm from the Bay Area. Uh, but I also hope the Rockets beat the Warriors because I support Israel. I don't know who I'm saving that joke for. Um, they're uh, all, all throughout my life. You hear about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Palestinians are throwing rocks at the Israeli soldiers. Throwing rocks at the soldiers. You know, it's my opinion. If you don't want them stealing your land, don't throw it at them. That's basically what you're doing. You're just throwing your land at the soldiers. You're basically asking for it. I don't know. Um, boy, I'm getting in trouble here. I should figure out a way to defend myself in case anybody gets... Uh, upset with me. I have no form of uh, self-defense. Um, I have no way of defending myself uh, whatsoever. That'd be cool if humans had real like defense mechanisms, like octopus can like shoot oil and like lizards can change color. Like what's our defense mechanism? Like we wear a bunch of tattoos if our dick looks weird. Like what, else, you know, <laughs> just teasing buddy. I'm just giving you a hard time there. Um, so I wanted to learn a martial art, and uh, I want to figure out, like, which martial art, like, I want to learn. Like, everyone says jujitsu. That's the most effective one because it doesn't matter, like, what size you are. Like, you can still be a small guy and still take down a big guy with jujitsu. It's like, yeah, well, if that guy doesn't know jujitsu, I mean, like, that's the thing you got to consider, too. It's, it kind of just seems like a line. It's like the only person I can beat with jujitsu are people who just learn jujitsu after me. It's kind of not really that helpful. I don't want to learn that shit. I don't want to be on the floor with a mat and cuddling. Like, I want to learn kung fu. I don't want to, like, fight a whole city. It's just me. I don't want to do that shit. 
Um, I, but I did um, find a Groupon for a uh, a boxing gym in uh, in Oakland, and I went in there for like a little like trial consultation thing. And uh, it's just really hard because like I'm from Marin, and like I try not to show it. Like I wear a hat that says Oakland on it, so people like know that I'm like hip and cool. Uh, so I go in for uh, the consultation, and I'm just like I call it a consultation, <laughs> and then I uh, I go in uh, for the punch, and this is my my stance there. He's just like, wait, do that again. I'm just like, that. He's like, uh, did you play tennis when you were a kid? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Boom, punch in there. Boom. <laughs> he's like, you literally punch like you're playing tennis right now. And he's just like, you should think of a punchline for that. I'm just like, we'll do. Punch line. All right. Um, who groaned? Anyway, let's keep going here. Uh, um, a lot of people in tech in the Bay Area. I got no issue with tech. It's the uh, people like to antagonize tech. I have no issue with it. I don't care. As a matter of fact, technology is the only thing that actually helps people. Poems, poetry, bullshit, technology, good. Um, and just that the name of these uh, these companies that bother me, like the thing that's kind of weird, like uh, Google, Uber, just like weird sounding like baby names, like Yelp. Yelp's like they scared the fucking shit out of like that in the fucking seizure bathroom is fucking driving me crazy. Uh, 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 I think Yelp's the weirdest one. Like Yelp's a weird name for a company because I just picture some guy being like, "Hey everybody, I have an idea for a company. Uh, it's called Yelp." And his friend's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, Yelp. Like you know that sound when you kick a dog." I'm gonna have a whole. I'm gonna go to your house. I'm gonna kick your fucking dog. And then his friend's like, "What if we just review restaurants?" And he's just like, "All right, that's a better. All right, I'm not gonna care. All right, but thank you guys." Adam Pearlson, everyone, keep it up. And don't forget the $2 donation after your set, during your set, before your set. We don't care how it gets done. Just get it done, all right? Let's bring up your next comedian. Keep this thing moving. Give it up big for Kayla Keller. Hey, Mutiny, what's up, y'all? How's it going? I am here. Uh, I have three kids at home. I had three kids in three years. Let it sink in. Think about it. Think about it. I know. That's a hustle. That's a fucking hustle right there. That's a lot of irresponsible fucking all in one row. And it's rough because I just got out of an eight-year relationship, and there's a lot more irresponsible fucking on the horizon, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Because everybody has a number of kids, right? Everyone goes like, oh, I could have two kids. I could have three kids. And there's that wild card kid where you're like, well, if things went south, I could do like one more, but it wouldn't be a great life. I used all of those up. I use every one of my wildcard kids up at this point. I'm 27. My mom lives with us, and uh, she likes to hang out with me when I'm watching the kids. And I was giving my daughter an anatomy lesson, and my daughter's like, what's that? I'm like, it's an elbow. She's like, what's this? I'm like, it's a foot. She's like, what's this? I'm like, it's your vagina. My mom's like, don't tell her that. Do not tell her about the vagina. And I was like, maybe if someone told me about a vagina, I would know where these dicks were going. (laughs) And I could have planned better for my future mom. Every time she overrides a parenting decision, she's like, this is not my first rodeo. And I'm like, I know, I was there for the first one, which is why I'm concerned right now. (laughs) That's why I have serious concerns. I made my mom dinner the other night. I was trying to be a responsible and domestic woman. I was like, everyone gather around. There's green beans from a can. There's some sort of fried meats. It's going to be fine. Gather around. We're eating, and my mom's like, this is just like when my mom used to cook for me. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. She's like, yeah, there's no love in this food either. (laughs) Then she just walked away to play her Game Boy like a surly teenager in the other room on full volume. And I'm excited because my mom always made me pay attention in high school English very well, and I learned a lot. And so at some point, she's going to be in there, and I'm just going to start walling her in like the cast of Amontillado. 
as she slowly suffocates to the sound of Pokemon. I hope you're confident with that choice of Charizard because it's the last thing you're gonna fucking do. Save that game, Mom. Save that game. <laughs> it's bleak. I just wanna, I'm excited someday when you guys are all on the witness stand. Like, she seemed serious. She seemed very serious about these. <laughs> We're all in this together now, guys. We're all in it. It's gonna be okay. But yeah, I gotta have an eight, eight year relationship. Eight years. Eight years. I was 20 years old when I got into it. Eight of those years were bad. We have three kids. Three of those kids are questionable. <laughs> we don't know how it's going to turn out. We don't know. And I, I had my aha moment. I was in Costco and I ate a churro so mundane. I was like, I think I have to leave my family forever. This is not even fried. <laughs> this thing is not even fried. I came home one morning and I, I had my cup of coffee. I walked out. I'd been out for a few nights. I hadn't been monitoring the yard situation. I step out of my sliding glass door and I'm like, where did all of these rabbits come from? There are many rabbits in cages. And he's like, uh, my partner's like, I got all these rabbits from Craigslist the other day. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, there was, there was many guys with one rabbit each. I spent all day texting, coordinating. I was like, you didn't just hit up one dude. He's like, no, many dudes with one rabbit. I brought them all home. It's like, what are we supposed to do with all these rabbits? He's like, well, it's okay. When the kids go to, get, to, go to bed, we're going to watch them fuck. I was like, this makes no sense. We have great Wi-Fi. <laughs> Can we not just download a video? None of this is adding up. I was like, what's going to happen when these rabbits start making more rabbits? He's like, no, I thought of that too. When the babies get older, we're just going to kill them and eat them. It's like, I think we should see other people. Because over the last eight years, I've stayed pretty cool and you've become fucking terrifying. So I think it's time to move on. You know you're in a codependent relationship when you break up and he's like, can you help me make a Tinder? It's like, I'm not going to help you get rid of you. That is part of the problem. We can't go to Codependence Anonymous because we can't not see each other. This is part of the problem. Oh, man. I'm in charge of three little people's entire worldview. Entire worldview. Everything I tell them, they believe. And it's rough. We were at the park. My daughter went down a slide. This little boy kicked her off the end. She looked at me for reassurance and help like you would. And I was like, oh, baby, all men are trash. All men are fucking trash. They're all garbage people. She's like, even my brother, he's only two. I was like, es especially that fucking kid. Over in the corner with a tap out shirt on, just chugging a Red Bull. We're leaving him at the park. He stays here. He becomes a man today. I hope you brought enough bread to feed these ducks indefinitely. Because this is where you stay. Thanks, guys. My name is Michaela Keller. Fun time. Give it up for Marty. That was my fault. I missed that handshake. Feed the ducks or they will feed on you. Guys, your next comedian, big friend of the station. Give it up for Mike Spiegelman. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, guys. One day, I have looked forward to the day to be brought up as a comedian. One of these days. Thank you, sir. By the way, please invite me to more shows. I really appreciate it. Actually, don't invite me to the shows, but any social media your show has, I like that you follow me because I like my numbers going up. So even though you won't book me, I got one extra follower on, t on Twitter, so I appreciate that. Because what it's two things will happen, not to bust your balls. Your show's a hit. Your social media game is on. I hear about this show three times a day on my feet. You move on. You keep the, the, the account active. You don't unfollow anybody. I have a permanent follower. That's my base. So I appreciate that. Because people fucking drop me like flies. Totally. Except for, like, I look at who follows me. It's like shows from... Uh, that place on Valencia, you know, like the, the Lost Weekend video. We are monthly. You've never booked me, but you're following me. You're the reason why I have more than 100 followers on Twitter, and I appreciate that. 
I would say out of the 1,600 followers I have, a good 400 are either shows that never booked me or um, <clears throat> comedians that never talked to me but stopped doing comedy. <laughs> right? By round of applause, uh, who do you follow on social media that was a comedian, that you could still be a comedian, no disrespect, but you just not in your circle, but dominant on your media? <laughs> right? Like there's a comedian, I just know this comedian from Twitter. I don't think I've ever seen a plug, anything, but just force. And I forget. And I, out of respect, I go, I want to make sure you're, you're a comedian. Uh, I have money, too. Hey, I, uh, a little bit about myself. Not, not to put myself down. I uh, opened for an X-rated hypnotist, which is what I tell the cops when they catch me fucking dogs in the dog park. I can't help it. I was open for... <laughs> Did you guys know that the Mile High Club and the Let's Fuck in a Public Bathroom while kids outside hear you and wait because they have to pee club is the same club? <laughs> Pretty fucking sexy. Do you think at the Twitter headquarters in the bathroom, they swipe left or right? Do they actually, no, fuck. All right, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I'm always, I'm older and I'm always in people's way and uh, people half my age, white guys half my age, they don't ask you to move. They go, do you mind if I can just grab that pack of potato chips over there? No, I don't mind. Did you want me to move out of the fucking way? How many questions are you going to ask me? And also while I'm at it, Bay Area, I am not your boss. You don't have to call me boss. I will never, ever be a boss. Just for the fact that I had a conversation with you and you went, okay, great boss. Doesn't. All right, well, before I start the show, I, uh, well, it's not like I'm doing it half-assed. I went to a fortune teller on Geary, on Geary. And a late night one. And I don't think it was even the fortune teller. It was just like some other person. And I sat at the table and they were putting out cards, but they did it differently. There was like one down, one up, and then go. And she was moving it around. I said, are you doing my tarot card reading? He said, no, I'm playing solitaire. I'm a temp. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Goodbye. Thank you, Mr. Marty. Thank you. Give it up for my boss, Mike Spiegelman, guys. All right, I'm so glad your next comic could be with us today because he just suffered a harrowing, traumatic experience. Just came out of the hospital, the, Mar the Mark Zuckerberg wing. So give it up for Chris Ferdinandson. He's right, you guys. Really fucking good to be here, you guys. I, uh, I took a Benadryl because the hospital gave it to me because I was having an allergic reaction. Anybody else have allergic reactions around here? Anybody else allergic to anything? You are, sir? What are you allergic to? Well, everything's same, bro. Me and you, same boat. It's just body rejects of the earth. It sucks, dude. It sucks. Like, the earth doesn't want us anymore. It's like, can this make you die? Can this make you die? What about this? All of it can make you die. Just, just eat as much as you can. Just try. I developed allergies over a certain period of time. I remember I found out I was allergic to uh, peanut butter and bananas. 
uh, growing up. And then my mom's like, that's so weird because I used to mix up peanut bananas for you as a kid all the time. And I was like, fuck, dude, maybe I did die. And like, this is just like me trying to formulate what it would be like if I didn't die. This whole thing, we're in the matrix, man. I took the blue pill all of a sudden. Is that right? I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. I want so much fucking Benadryl, you guys. Oh, my God. I drank so much kava last night. You guys ever drink kava? Oh, my God. You ever just have a couple glasses of kava and just uh, chill the fuck out and just... uh, You ever smoke some cigarettes, drink some kava, and just see where where this night goes, man? Let's see where this... I'm going to drink some kava. I got a pack of smokes. Let's get crazy, bro. Let's get fucking nuts. Let's see what happens. I performed for a bunch of 18 to 21-year-olds last night, which sucks. And, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's fine, but they're so fucking sensitive. I asked who's fucking out there. Nobody said they were fucking. What the fuck? You guys are in college. You guys are in college. You guys are 18 to 21. You guys should be fucking. You guys should be fucking right now. Like, your parents are like, what the fuck? Fuck each other. Your parents even want you to fuck each other. When you're in college, like, what do you, how do you think you were made? All right, we went to college, we fucked people, we made mistakes, now you're here. And now you're here, and this shit happens, dude. It's weird how this shit happens, dude. I'm in my, um, I'm in my fourth year at Sonoma State University. I'm in my senior year. Yeah, dude, I've never taken a class. I just made a Tinder. That's all I've had to do to go to SSU consistently. This is actually my fifth year, baby. I am a, hopefully it's my last. I really hope it's my last year SSU. I really hope I'm not like in 10 years from now, I'm just like, oh, I got this girlfriend who's at Sonoma State. You know, I hope I'm not that guy. I hope I'm not 23, uh, 33 and being like, oh, dude, I got to go pick up my girlfriend from class. I got to go drop her off at class. I hope I'm not that guy. You gave me some eyes like you are that guy, dude. Like, you, you gave me some frightened eyes all of a sudden. You're like, oh, shit. Is that me? Oh, shit. Well, it's high school. It's not college, but like still, you know, like, like still, like, it's, it's all right. It's all right. God damn, I'm so fucking hyped on Benadryl right now, dude. I fucking, they, they crush it up. I did a line. I'm like, I'm good to go. Let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Let's fucking... Let's go have a good fucking time out here at the mutiny. I was in the hospital sitting on the bed. I looked up at the clock. I'm like, what time does the mic start? Where are we at on the list? I was texting fucking Hugo. Shouts out to Hugo for signing me up. Fuck yeah, dude. I, uh, I'm allergic to a lot of things, you guys. I'm allergic to bananas, uh, but not super allergic. Like, I can have the tip. Like, I can eat the tip of a banana, no problem. You know, it's just the whole thing that is an issue. Like, I, I could just... I can bite that tip. I can bite that tip all day if I wanted to. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I, I had a couple grapes one time, and I went to the hospital, but they were on, like, the back end of a banana, and I was just, uh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. That's, oh, my God. I should take Benadryl and go on stage more often. Holy shit. I'm going to donate $5 to this because I am fucked up, dude. I don't have the $5 I thought I had. I'm going to donate $3 to this. Fuck, what I spend the rest of my money on? Oh, yeah, Benadryl at the hospital. Oh, shit. They, 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 were, like, they, they were like, you got insurance? I was like, yeah. They're like, you got cash? I'm like, what you got from me? You're a hospital. You got some cool shit. 
Like she she was like, I'm gonna get you some Benadryl and, and something else. I'm like, did she say fentanyl? I'm pretty sure she said fentanyl. I'm pretty sure she was gonna get me some fucking morphine right now. I'm pretty sure she said I was like, whatever you do for people from surgery, just give it to me right now. It'll skip the whole process. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll wake up. I'll feel great. I remember I, I, I woke up from surgery one time. My mom was next to me. I was about 16 years old. And they were asking me what kind of painkillers they should prescribe to me. And they're like, uh, we're going to prescribe you Norcos. And I was like, I was all hyped up already on fucking surgery medicine. I was like, no, no, no. I, I don't do well with Norcos. My mom's like, he's never taken Norcos. And I'm like, I don't do well with Norcos. I, 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 <laughs> thank you guys very much. I've had a good time with you. Trucking right through on that fentanyl. That's some good stuff, man. Fentanyl. Fentanyl, the four loco of painkillers. Uh, all right, guys, let's bring every next week and keep things moving. Fantastic guy. Glad to see him here. Make it loud for Bryce Drusen. Dude, Mike Spiegelman's set broke my heart because you made me realize that Marty follows people on social media other than me i thought i was like the only one that was getting his i don't think marty's actually on facebook i think uh, he's a bot i think he's a bot it's like so just boom 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 like 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 uh yeah i did a, i did a comedy festival uh in a desert uh it was not uh like coachella it was a little smaller scale and i went there and it kind of mistake because i don't do drugs and so it was like, you know, 2 p.m. and I did my set and then I'm not on drugs. You know, I tried drinking. I was drinking. It wasn't doing anything for me. I feel like if you're the only one drinking, everyone else is on like real drugs. Like you don't get, you need, there's some like drunk osmosis that you need going on. It wasn't doing it. So I just left and it was like down in Mojave Desert. So I'm driving through the Central Valley and I stopped by an antique store fucking it's an antique store it was awesome walk in first display case to the left world war ii nazi memorabilia i was like yes this is this is a little slice of real america here it was yeah i was looking like everything had a swastika on it like there were like not everything the germans used in world war ii had a swastika on it like you know they were they germans were practical too they weren't you know like <laughs> Right, I mean, not everything, but just happened to be everything here had a swastika on it. And, you know, I was like, I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, all right, maybe they're just like true history buffs, right? I mean, it's just history. Doesn't, they're just impressed with the German small infantry squad tactics. That's what they're into. But then I noticed the complete lack of uh, World War II Japanese war, war memorabilia. I was like, dude, like we hated the Japanese more than we hated the Germans, right? Like, like you'd think like there'd be a lot more of that stuff. Like we were taking, you know, Japanese soldiers' teeth out, like and fucking putting them in a necklace. Like that's how much we fucking hated the Japanese in World War II. I mean, the Germans, it was like, you know. It was like civilized, like we took POWs, you know? That wasn't happening in the fucking Pacific. So that, that, was, that, was, that was great. And then uh, I was driving along, and I stopped by a random little Central Valley town called uh, Alawata. And a uh, little, uh, well, the way I found it was I stopped by a gas station off the five. And uh, the gas station, very proud of the fact that they were the, uh, the only gas station that has a massage parlor off the five. That was their big, that was their big selling point. 
And, you know, I don't know. There's legitimate reasons, right? You're a trucker. Fucking 18 hours on the road. I mean, I fucking work in a cubicle for eight hours a day. And my fucking, you know, shoulders are stiff as fuck. Trucker, man, that's hard life. So there's there's legit reasons for it. You know, I don't know. I would like like the poster they had for it, though, was uh, it was like white woman giving white woman massages. I was like, this is the most unrealistic massage poster I have ever seen. This is doubly for a gas station <laughs> massage parlor. Oh, dude. So I go, so I'm like, I'm looking up food. I'm like, maybe there's some food around here. Like, uh, Yelp it. I feel so, I don't know if it's white or just like, I'm like, Yelp, I'm in the middle of the fucking Central Valley. I'm going to Yelp to see where there's fucking, anyway, there's a taco place like 10 minutes away, this little small town. Go to this fucking taco place. It's a good fucking taco place. So it's like a little Hispanic town. I walk downtown. Like, they got this little, little downtown. And, dude, it's like 1950s America little downtown. Like, they got this retro movie theater with full-on, like, restored neon. Like, just, it's like, damn, this is like, and I just love if, like, uh, if, if like, a, a Trump supporter fucking went there and fucking, you know, just got landed in the downtown, saw this, like, 1950s, you know, little Americana little town he's like i'm back like this is the good old days and then he realizes everyone's mexican around him he's like no what a cruel fucking trick this was this is fucking ah all right guys that's my time thank you very much all right keep it going for price guys all right, let's keep it moving, guys. Your next comedian, a fantastic, lovely guy, always here for the happy hour. His name is Keith Nixon. Come on, Keith. Slowly but surely, he makes his way to the stage. Money's the most important thing. Gosh, I guess it's about right. Not sure. Not sure about much, really. Let's see if I can get this thing right. I guess. I guess that's good. I'm gonna. I guess I'll make a, uh, a thing about putting the money over here. It looks like something I should actually pay attention to, you know. And so I'll, do, you know, I'll just kind of make a thing of it. Everyone sees it that I'm doing it. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Well, let's do. It. It's like those porn things. Yeah, I was gonna say no balls. Well, we did it. We double teamed on the on the money entry for the money shot. That was a, oh, a terrible joke. The money shot. Well, here I am again. I've you know had another terrible week, and uh, God, I don't, I don't. I I like to come here because other people are happy, and and you know, and so there's a reason for for coming here. But then when I'm up here, I have to think of, you know, anything that's happened, and it's usually been a disaster. I do feel like I fail at just about everything. Now, I'm a retard. I established that a few weeks ago, so there's a reason for it. You know, I was brain damage and so on like that. I, I don't have a lot going for me, but... Um, you know, uh, still I, you know, show up and, and they say that 
sometimes like a comedian, they have to learn to be themselves on stage, but it's, you know, hard when that changes every five or 10 minutes, who knows, you know, what I'm going to be. But when I, by the time I get here, it's one person. When I got off BART, I knew kind of who I was. I felt like I was reasonably adjusted, well adjusted. And I was walking down the street and then I ran into some people and I, I don't know really who, who I am at this point. But I, I do, but I do, but I do know, but I, I do know that um, a, a, a week ago I was talking about being slut shamed and, and, I, and I did a really bad job of it. And so I have to go back. I have to go back and re replay part of this and do it properly. I can't just use pronouns she for three different women. I can't say she, then she, then she, because nobody knows. It's like I'm talking to one woman the whole time. I realize I'm not doing a good job again. So I messed up with that. But then, um, but then I've messed up with a lot of things. And, and that's all about the self-improvement of being a comedian, right? We're all here to just get better. I guess, <laughs> and so, well, that's what I, so I, I, you know, one of the guys before me was, I'm going to get to the slut shaming, but one of the guys, because it's important, it's important not to be slut shamed for no reason, for zero reason. But one of the guys was talking about uh, something about his eyes. And I know that I used to have, my eyes used to point straight. And uh, then I had a surgery where my eye doesn't point straight anymore. And now I'm the guy that has to look at, you know, that I used to think it was funny when I'd see a person whose eyes weren't straight. I kind of go, which one are you looking at me with? And now they do that shit to me all the time. So it, it, it's poetic justice. But, but then I was on YouTube. And I saw on YouTube that like one of the first things, you wouldn't think it's a big deal to have an eye like a millimeter off or something like this. But... They claim often on YouTube, like my doctor says, there's no problem. You look normal, you know? <laughs> and then, oh, God dang it. I'm just getting going. But then, but then I see on YouTube, it's the first thing, like how you tell if a person's a psychopath or not, whether their eyes are like, and I'm like, fuck, they did it surgically. I'm not a psycho. You know, but now they think, so now I can't walk down the street and I have to, <laughs> you know, smile more, like really work at it. You know, I'm not a psychopath, and that's my story, and I'm sticking with it, you know. <laughs> All right, well, okay. So thank you, everybody, for, you know, supporting me and, and helping me improve as a person and being here tonight and, 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 and you know, in the self-improvement project that, that we're all in. I really appreciate everyone being here. Thanks. All right, guys. That was fun. That really was. Oh, let's bring up your next comedian. Uh, you know, his friends call him, call him, but his mama named him Laser Eyes. All right. Yes, you know, hey, guys. Uh, I love musicals, right? You know, huge musical fan. And coming to the Rose McGowan Memorial Auditorium, the stirring, empowering story of the women of the Cook County Women's Prison during the Roaring Twenties, the smash musical, Men Are Bad. Men are bad. Men are bad. That dirty, rotten bastard didn't know what he had. Men are bad. Oh, so bad. It was all downhill, starting with our dads. Hey, Judy, why are you in the slammer? I killed my husband with his own hammer. What did he do 
to deserve such a fate? I caught him making plans for our anniversary date. Really? Yes. Bump, bump, with the house girl, Rosie. Wah, 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 wah. Ooh, 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 men are bad. But, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm so stoked to be here, man. All right, it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it's right. <laughs> this, yeah, man, it's great to be here. <laughs> um, look, I just want to apologize. That was, a, that was a character I was playing, kind of a really stoked, kind of high-energy kind of person. Uh, as a comedian, you have to have a lot of characters, and uh, you need to be able to pull them out at the drop of a hat. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, guys, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to kind of pull the wool out from under your skin, but uh, that was also, that was another character that I was playing, uh, kind of a pedantic kind of a guy that knows everything. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't mean to uh, be, be kind of a, a two-faced lie, but that, that was a character I was playing, uh, a couple of characters. I, I knew as a young boy uh, growing up in my dirt hut in Georgia that I would have to have a lot of characters, enough I want to break out, make it big in show business. Uh, you know, hey guys, this is all these are fucking characters, okay? You know, you gotta have a lot of fucking characters using go oh laddie those are a bunch of characters eh? i'm so angry met you and those were characters <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay there's no more characters this is just me <laughs> hey guys really so i hey you know i think um i think uh, coming up here and admitting that i was doing a lot of characters really uh, shows uh, a lot of character <laughs> oh golly williger and please welcome to the stage my uh, flagship uh, impression, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Uh, hey, how you doing, uh, Bruce Willis? <laughs> hey, it's great to fucking be here. Listen to me. Uh, I kind of wanted to come up here and do a little comedy routine. Uh, I had this great idea, great fucking idea. What if... Hold on, have you guys heard about this guy Donald Trump, huh? The president? <laughs> He's the president. Yeah, well, 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 he's the president. But uh, what if, what if Donald Trump... What if other presidents said the things that Donald Trump said? <laughs> other presidents said the stuff Donald Trump said. I think it would go something like this. What if George W. Bush said the stuff that Donald Trump said, huh? <laughs> you know, the other day, a crazy Mika and crazy Joe came over to my Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> they wanted to come inside and uh, play some golf with me, but I, uh, her face was all bloody for some stuff. I, I said no. <laughs> Now, now I kind of look like a good president now for some reason. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, uh, hey, what if, what if Bill Clinton, uh, what if Bill Clinton said the stuff that Donald Trump said, huh? <laughs> hey, Robert Pattinson, uh, I know you broke up with Kristen Stewart, but uh, you'd be forgetting all about her if you saw the ladies of the Miss Universe pageant. <laughs> Come on over here, buddy. Uh, I was, I had to pay accountability for my actions. Why can't this guy? <laughs> Hey, you know, hey, 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 what if, what if Barack Obama said this stuff that Donald Trump said, huh? <laughs> what if Barack Obama said this stuff that Donald Trump said? Ah, uh, I moved on her like a bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, when you're a celebrity, they let you do it. I, I grabbed her by the pussy. Nothing makes sense. How could a man move on someone like a bitch? That doesn't even make sense, Donald Trump. You're the bitch, you're the woman. That doesn't make sense. Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, you know, uh, that's probably good. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, guys, give it up for Mark Harrell Hamill if Star Wars never took off. Uh, fantastic. I'm going to keep this thing rolling. Your next comedian, I'm not familiar with him, but I'm sure 
He's got something for us all. So why don't you guys give it up for Aditya Shankar. Make a whole thing out of this. All right, yeah. All right cool, cool. So uh, I know what you guys are thinking. Indian guy living in Silicon Valley. Like this guy must play for the Warriors, right? I'm a, I know that's like very. We kind of get pigeonholed into that whole thing, but um, no, I uh, I don't play for the Warriors. I play with them occasionally on like NBA 2K, but that's that's kind of the extent of that. Uh, I did really want to be a basketball player when I was growing up as a kid. Uh, and I was a pretty good player too, right? Like people are always saying, like you know, Michael Jordan got cut from his uh, high school basketball team once, right? And I didn't want to just be like Mike, right? I wanted to like surpass him, right? So I mean, I went ahead and got cut five times, right? Um, and I only tried out once, right? <laughs> it was like preemptively, we're like, please don't come back. <laughs> no. um, and I do realize that high school is only four years, so go ahead and figure that one out. Um, what was I gonna go? Uh, no, but I realized like um, like basketball wasn't really for me, right? Like uh, I felt like a lot like the cooler kids were doing things like the, the more physical sports, like football and wrestling, right? So I went ahead and joined the speech and debate team um, just to really follow suit there. Uh, no, I really wanted to join like a team that like leave me with like lifelong skills, you know. Um, so today I'm like very comfortable talking in front of others and like very uncomfortable talking in front of women. Um, just kind of stayed with me, you know, incredibly. Uh, no, but our coach for, uh, our speech and debate coach would always like get us pumped up for these tournaments saying stuff like, no one ever remembers the man who landed on the moon second, right? And damn, I feel bad for Buzz Aldrin's kids, right? Like, don't even remember their dad. Yeah, imagine like Buzz Aldrin like trying to tell his kids to clean his room. He's like, clean your, clean your stuff up. It's like, do you hear something? <laughs> hey? it's like the wind or something. Um, um, and then, but like when my coach would say that, I'd be like, coach, this is the freaking like dual county league quarterfinals. No one's going to remember if we come in first either, right? Like maybe Ben's mom and even she's like, well, you guys could have been on the math team. So, uh, um, I feel like people are like, there's a lot of like, um, people are kind of up in arms these days about how like the 1% of America, like top 1% of Americans are kind of getting all like the, uh, the income growth or economic growth in this country, right? But I feel like we're kind of forgetting about the 0.001% of bacteria that's not killed by Lysol wipes, right? Like I think that's like, that's real privilege right there, right? Like, I mean, you gotta be part of that small group just to stay alive, you know? Like, um, I don't know what we're all upset about. Uh, yeah. When white people say that they don't see color, there's certain parts of the country where I believe it, you know? Like, when I go up to the marina, like, I feel like people's visual core are like, yeah, what is it? Like, uh, visual cortex is at this point just like, like, they just assume white at this point, right? It's like, they don't even, it just shut down. It's like your appendix, right? Or whatever that is. Like, it's just not needed anymore, right? Um, like, when I'm, uh, I'm from the New England area, so when I'm out in Vermont, like, that's like the only place where I don't get like randomly checked at the airport, right? At this point, it's like they're just assuming. Um, no, but so I moved out here recently, and uh, I feel like everyone around here is just like always trying to maximize their. Part Wait, did I get the horn? Sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, okay, you're right, right. I, I was just making sure. I was making sure I didn't forget. All right. Um, no, um, but I feel like everyone's just trying to maximize their productivity around here, right? And 
Which is why I don't understand all the animosity towards Muni, you know? I mean, do you realize how much you can get done on a three-stop Muni ride? Like, I'll finish a season of The Wire, teach myself Mandarin, and then forget Mandarin before I get to work every morning, right? Like the other day between Powell and Montgomery Station, oh yeah, there it is, all right. I saw a receding hairline, right? And it's not that I saw a guy with the receding hairline, right? I mean, I literally saw that hairline take a step back, right? Like, if physically aging on your commute every morning isn't productivity, then I don't know what is, right? Because you can just check that box off for the day, right? Aging, done. No. No. But when you look around on the train, you can kind of always tell who reads those productivity self-help books, right? Because it'll always just be like that gunner taking their morning dump on the train, right? Uh, and meanwhile, you're thinking, like, come on, man. Like, this isn't BART, you know? All right, I think I'm, like, well past the horn at this point. I'll just wrap it up there. All right, thanks, everyone. Aditi, everyone, fantastic. They let you straight through the airport because they were already watching you the whole time, so there's no point in double-checking. All right, guys, let's get your next comedian up here. Uh, Great guy, fantastic human being, wearing just the loveliest new hat. Everyone, make sure you give him compliments about his hat. He's very self-conscious about it. Uh, Why don't you guys give it up for Jeff Dean. Give it up for Marty, everybody. Good. Um, I uh, my girlfriend she uh, she likes to watch Real Housewives, but she's very embarrassed about it. She doesn't like me to tell anybody. She's like, oh, you know, when you're gone, I'm gonna watch Real Housewives. Don't you know? It's my guilty pleasure. You know? Why don't I wonder? Why don't guys talk about sports like that? You know? Like it's the same thing, right? Like sports is just reality TV, right? Like how is it not? We're all like rooting for a team that we're not on like people get in fights and wear jerseys in public like it's like professional like people should be ashamed to be watch professional wrestling sorry marty watch the bachelor and also sports i just want them to have the same stigma you know not because i don't like sports i love sports but i also love the kardashians you know i'm sick of being made fun of by my guy friends for it you know so, like TMZ Sports Center, same thing. Is it not? Okay, everyone's already on board with this. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is a this is a great idea. I'm gonna tell anyway. <laughs> um, I really don't like. Uh, my girlfriend got me some socks. She got me very sweet, you know. But they're all different color. Each pair is a different color. She got a red pair of socks, green pair of socks, yellow pair of socks, you know. Um, which is like really makes me feel down on myself, you know, like they're like what kind of expectations am I supposed to have for like my organization level? You know, every time I walk out with different color socks on, I feel like an idiot, you know, but it's unavoidable. They even have left and right on them, you know, now I got to find same socks and then like I can't walk out with two left feet. I look like an idiot. I can't even take my shoes off at work now. It's, it's shameful. Um, my, uh, I got made fun of a lot growing up. I got called uh, Homo Dean, which is just homo and my last name put together. Very, not very creative, you know? I told him, I tried to, I was like, hey, why don't you find, you know, doesn't even rhyme. Try something that rhymes. I tried to pitch him some names. I'm like, how about Dean the Boner Eating Machine, you know? Like, that's at least... 
At least that rhymes. You can still call me gay for some reason. And um, at least I'm a machine. You know, that sounds strong. So that's what I get out of it. Um, they say Facebook's unhealthy. I, but I'm from Reno. Most of my Facebook friends are from Reno. So, you know, I'm comparing myself to them. I feel pretty good about myself, you know? I feel good leaving Facebook every time. Most of the time. So one guy made fun of me growing up. Uh, one, he is now a linebacker for the New England Patriots. He's not a loser at all. He's a Super Bowl winner. He, he, he went from bullying me to bullying Aaron Rodgers. You know, like, it doesn't feel very good. And that's why I think that we should shit on reality TV just as much as sports, you know? Thank you. There you go. Um... Yeah. I, I used to tell that joke where I said I hope he gets brain injury from football, but it just seems too dark, you know? <laughs> Did you guys think so? I think so. Anyway, I hope he gets CTE, so. All right, whatever. I'm going to go. I'm Jeff Dean. I had fun. Thanks, guys. You want to see more Jeff? He's going to be here for Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse, so stick around. All right, your next comedian, boy, oh boy, is he here often. I see him. He does great, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Give it up for Toothbrush. <sighs> Those are my ninjas. Y'all good? Cool. Well, you Asian? You are. I notice. So, what kind? What kind of Asian are you? Okay, Chinese or Filipino? It's a Chinito. The world of Chinito, man. Let's talk about fucking Chinito. <laughs> Chinito sounds like you know. It, does anybody knows what the Chinito means? No. Yeah, like, well, it means Chinese in uh, Spanish language. But, like, when they say chinito, means all Asians. <laughs> so, like, if they say, like, chinito means, like, sounds like to me is that, like, we get along so good. Like, we chinitos. <laughs> but we know, really, you know, everybody, I mean, Asian love the Pakistani. Like, I mean, we so polite, we, you don't probably see that. It's, there's like a war going on right now between Japanese and the Chinese. Japanese claim that um, Chinese stole fortune cookie, fortune cookie recipes, and Chinese don't give a fuck about it. So it's, well, that's what's cracking right now. You don't even know about it. We're going hard, but you don't really know what the fuck's going on because we're so polite. Dropping a bomb. Before we drop in a bomb, we take a bows and this shit. We rolled out after that. Thank you. Why are we going to say thank you instead of fuck you? I don't really get it, but that's what's going on, isn't it? Chinese and Filipino, do. We're so polite. Uh, but I don't really want to hear the Asian lady. Asian, Asian lady is the worst. <laughs> really. Because I know. 
My guy, Asian mama's an Asian wife. I know. Asian ladies are worst. They don't got no tempers. Well, they got sharp tempers. They got temper problem. The worst one is a Korean. I think from my experience, I used to, have a, I used to date with this uh, Korean girl. She got like a bad temper. It was easy to break up though. I just made it made her mad. That was a rap. <laughs> that was a rap. That's what I wanted. <laughs> it's gonna roll it out. Fuck it. Um speaking of marriage, I just got married. Yeah. Thank you. I got married because I got DUI. Is that a good reason to get married? I think so. I love my wife, man. Because I could finally get around thanks to my wife. She hates it because I go everywhere she goes. She's talking about leaving fuck alone. I need my space. I need my privacy. I got to go. I'm like, baby, where you going? It's like, I got to go to work because your lazy ass ain't working. She going to work, girl? Okay, yeah. Let me roll with you. You guys got a nice gym and a free food. Might as well. We just move in there. We save money that way. Asian knows how to save money, man. We take advantage of free shit. <laughs> we really do. We get, we go anywhere if that is free. My mom said, oh, there's like a on sale, like tofu's on the sale across the town. I'm like, yeah, let's drive. I'll take you. She be like, no, there's no point if you drive out there. You're spending gas money. You don't save no money. You get a rider, you get on the bike, ride it. You know, you get the exercise in and you save money. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, I like your shirt, by the way. Yeah, I can't wear that shit, though. It would look ugly on me. I'm just saying, but I like it. Yeah. People say random shit, ain't it? People say random shit. I mean, it's really random shit. Like, you know, you don't, you know, like, this is a good example. She fine, but she wear ugly clothes. <laughs> we say that, oh, you look fine. I like your shirt. <laughs> the back of a head. You know, back of a guy's head. So, oh, bitch, I'm wearing an ugly shirt. <laughs> but there's a reason we got to talk. <laughs> People take compliments. And the girls need to hear that. Um, fuck. Marzo's day passed. Oh, this is it, though. Uh, I'm really into uh, sunblock lotion lately. Uh, I don't use it, but it's really interesting that, like, you got sunburn, you got a little tan going on. You need to use a lotion. I didn't really know how much Lotion white people use. <laughs> Y'all use it all the time, don't they? Don't you? The white people use suntan lotion all the time. Makes me want to go into the fucking business. You don't 